0: Welcome to Founders Without Spin with Joby Ingram Dog. Welcome to Founders Without Spin. My name is Joby. I'm your host, and I'm super excited to have Nishant here from Spot Health. Welcome. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, Joby. I'm so happy to be talking to you.
0: Fantastic. Okay, so I'm going to sort of dig a bit deeper into you and your business as we go on, but Could we start with an elevator pitch, you know, a quick summary of Spot Health and and what you do?
1: Elevator pitch, well, that's what I. it keeps ringing in my head. So here it is. Spot Health is a community of health uh, aficionados. We are wanting to make healthy living a mass movement. And how we're doing that is by a concept called sports dating. So what we're doing is we enable people to connect on the pretext of health under the garb of sports dates so let's say if you want to go for a sports for a cycle ride or a run or a play or a workout so instead of just having your friends over or you could go to spot health upload your date and then people will join you so that becomes a means for you to connect with other people on the pretext of health everybody gets a lot of fun and it's 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 like a health community which gets formed because after the date collapses after you've had a successful run or a ride or a play or a workout or anything, you know, you can still see them growing as far as the health community is concerned. So we are making a health community. We are connecting people on the pretext of health. And why why we are doing it is because we've noticed that staying on a health journey is difficult if you're alone. My mother goes to yoga classes because she has her friends there. I used to play football a lot because my friends were there. We lose track, we lose motivation if we are going solo as far as health is concerned. So when you get together a bunch of people, when you give them an opportunity to not just practice health in an arduous fashion, you give them an opportunity to make it fun, it, it becomes more long standing. So that's what we are doing. We are helping people connect on the pretext of health. And that solid community is, is very monetizable. As preventive healthcare is a huge market. So we we sell them health food, we sell them fitness equipment, doctor consultations, and so on. So it's telemed, it's uh, telemedicine, healthy food, a lot of things. But the first, the front of it is a community focused on health.
0: Okay. Cool. And we're talking, and like when you say sports dates, we're talking about just getting together, not uh, necessarily romantic,
1: you know. No, uh, no, no, no. no. The romance is the purview of the participants. I mean, (laughs) I wish them a lot of romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, essentially, it's it's, uh, the front is let's say you make a cycle uh, ride. Okay. You make a cycling ride on our platform, and people interested in that cycling ride will join you. Now, whether you want a female to join you or a male or whatever is your preference is on you and whatever, if you want to have that kind of a connection, the chat is open, but essentially it's consent, which drives them. The front is always health and workouts and fitness and so on. Okay, cool.
0: And it, and is the platform available everywhere or is it just based in
1: India at the moment or what's the score with that? At the moment, we are based out of India. Actually, the platform has evolved a lot, you know. So this is the current iteration I'm talking to you about is merely two and a half, three weeks old. The platform has been on for like, yeah, <laughs> it's been on for, since March 2020. But the forms changed a lot because we were hit by a lot of things, including COVID, as you know. Yeah. So it was initially a community centered around our cloud kitchens so we we had cloud kitchens and what we wanted to do was we are getting customers for these for this cloud kitchen thing and instead of making that relationship transactional with people what we want what we enabled is a community where let's say they bought food and they uploaded a food picture on the app they got discounts for their next order or they uploaded their workout videos or photographs they got discounts on their next order and then people could check out their pictures and videos and so on. So they engage, the customers engage with each other. It forms a community of people all eating healthy food from Spot Health's cloud kitchens, but engaging with each other as well. So it gave us a higher LTV, it gave us better engagement, and it gave us opportunity to cross-sell. So once they are on the platform and ordering food from us and engaging with each other through these community-oriented tools, we could... We could have them buy doctor consultations from us, you know, online doctor consultations and so on. So we enabled, we visualized a platform where food was the entry point to a larger community experience, which could later be monetized for better and bigger opportunity because food is easy to sell. It has lower barrier potential. It has a higher repeating uh, repeatability as far as consumption is concerned and so on. But then we got COVID. So as soon as we had a cloud kitchen, we had registered like ten thousand customers before we launched our app through our offline mediums. And then March two thousand twenty happened, and the cloud kitchens had to close, and everything. I mean, we did was basically dead as disco. Yeah. And uh, that was a very very tough time. And that's when we added the online doctor consultations. The app was called Class Eight then. <laughs> it wasn't even Spot Health at that time. Okay. So we added the consultations and the fitness products, health and fitness product. We started selling masks on the platform. So it became like a holistic platform for health then. And then with the COVID receding a bit, we started the communities based on health. So we started a cycling community, which is now the largest in Delhi. It has like 1,200 members. They meet every, every weekend uh, on an official ride and unofficial rides happen all across the week. So we made them. So what we did was now we came together on the meetups. We had them taste the food. And then that's how we grew the community around the food. We had these sporting communities come to the cloud kitchens, visit through a cycling ride or whatever. We run, We organized marathons, we organized cycling rides and so on. And th- this also happened. And then the second wave of COVID hit us. And the community that we had created again got sort of you know it lost its momentum we were on for another setback now we realized that okay cloud kitchens are restricting our growth we are not being able to grow beyond our geographies let's say if you have a cloud kitchen it's a hyper local business right you've got to be around six to eight kilometers max but we stumbled upon this idea of sports date by the community that we had created So these people told us that if we wish we could organize our own events on the app, you know, because so that gave us an idea of sports dates. And once we got to sports dates, we figured out, okay, let's get rid of cloud kitchens now. Let's go to consumer packaged foods, which uh, which are essentially geography independent. And then we can grow across the board, across the country, across the globe. Because then we can deliver everything. Telemedicine is, of course, geography independent, and so is fitness products because they can be shipped across through e-commerce channels and so on. So we thought, okay, cloud kitchens go, go to consumer packaged foods and build the sports dates community. And since then, the results have been phenomenal. We've not made the transition completely, but it's been very encouraging. Okay, cool. And when, where did
0: the, where did the like initial idea? Has it always been about community? Or has it always been about health, or did you just see an opportunity in the market in general and thought, okay, this makes sense? Or, or where's the fashion come from?
1: In, in initially, we, we, I, I was running a social network for artists before this, so it was called Cred. So we created a platform which mo- helped people monetize their work online.
0: Right.
1: So that was a social network that we created before this, and we uh, went up to six thousand users before we ran out of funds but that gave me an idea that uh, this is an exciting space if we could create an online community which could be positive because we realized to be honest jobby one of my core motivations was that social media has been extremely degrading and uh, for for majority of people because of the way it's designed so we wanted to make a positive social space you know that was one of the core motivations and we knew it would be an uphill ride and a lot of things happened and we centered on health because we thought that that this is going to be where we're going to make maximum impact. If we could yeah. make people healthier through our social engagement. And, uh, you know, we had our invention. We had created a machine. One of our co-founders worked with the defense research development organization in India. So they made a machine which could grow and at, at like mountainous regions. Sayachal is one of the mountain regions where Indian defense forces are like stationed. So extremely high, low atmospheric pressure, extremely low temperatures, extremely low, extremely difficult conditions. That's where they were able to grow sprouts with that machine. So when they brought that machine over moderate places like Delhi and Mumbai and Pune and stuff, we realized that the sprouts were 300% larger and more nutritious than regular sprouts. And they were like super sprouts, extremely. So we got tests done. So we thought, okay, health, community, Focused around these sprouts as the core, in because these this could be beneficial. So this was the starting gun, and uh, then the whole process began. Why did he choose sprouts?
0: Couldn't he grow he uh, like a uh, I don't know? There was lots of vegetables available. What was what? What made sprouts be the uh, thing he went for for his machine?
1: So for this machine, sprouts were important because the soldiers stationed at those climates you know at, at those altitudes terrains they suffer from a protein deficiency okay and vitamin deficiency they they like muscle mass degrades rapidly when they're stationed for even a quarter you know they face a lot of difficulties health wise right and sprouts was like an easy to so they need to just use that machine it gave them sprouts and then they could just have them so it was a very easy fix for them that's why we grew sprouts for them. And forces are still using that. So, yeah. you know, it's a successful machine. Yeah, yeah. And sounds,
0: uh, yeah, sounds that's, great. that's
1: our starting gun, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like the uh, lemons and stuff on <laughs> ships in the old days, right? To avoid scurvy. So when you're on long ship voyages, they have the same issues with fresh fruit and vegetables.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yes.
0: So what? Where? what about you? Where does your like entrepreneurial kind of or what is your background have you have you come from a family of entrepreneurs and and it's sort of in your blood or is have you taken a different route
1: so my immediate family is is not it does not consist of entrepreneurs to be honest my father is not an entrepreneur my mother is a teacher and uh, my grand, grandparents were lawyers so I, but my extended family is like consists of stellar entrepreneurs. So there's like a $3 billion company called Fidji. Fidji is a coaching institution chain. of It's a chain of coaching institutes for higher education in India. It's a $3 billion company and it's been founded by my uncle. Then there's another company called Infinite Computers. It's an $850 million company, NYSE listed. It's also founded by my uncle. So I used to read about the As far as I could remember, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I used to read about people all the time and just look at them, my uncles, starstruck. And this is what I wanted to do. And that's why I started my first company the freshman year of college itself. So I started out. And by the time we were graduating from engineering, so I started mechanical engineering, we were already doing like 200K in revenue. And profit, we never raised money even from our parents because our parents couldn't have provided them anyway. So we grew completely bootstrapped And while we were growing that company, we invested in a lot of tech products, three actually, which I told you about one of them, the last one, none of them worked and we had to scale back that those losses really hurt us. We had to close our office, one of them. And it was, it was a very tough time, but then I started the next company, which is Spothead. So I've been on this since it's my second company. My first company started in like 2015 when I graduated from college, essentially full time. And it's 2021, so I'm still here.
0: <laughs> cool. And is your is your uncle? Does he uh, provide any kind of mentoring or help or advice? And you know, is he uh, is he helpful in that regard, or is he? I guess he's pretty busy running a three billion dollar company.
1: Yeah. So he cannot do. that. I mean, I've not had the opportunity and the the good fortune of having his mentorship as of now. But he uh, did, uh, you know offered to invest in the social network I talked about. I just told you. Yeah. Yeah. So he offered to invest in that, but you know, we are an Indian middle-class family. So these families work in different ways. So my family advised to not take money from uncle because that's not (laughs) nice here. So we ended up bootstrapping that venture as well, which probably couldn't sustain us. So, yeah. But I've not had the chance to closely work with these guys. I've read about them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I've not had close conversations with them about their business. They sort of get uncomfortable, you know. In Indian families, this happens a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think it's families in general, isn't it? Like, yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I certainly see. My experience seem is similar. I guess so. You know, although my okay. uncle doesn't what have what a three billion dollar
1: company. <laughs>
0: I just, you know, I've run uh, four or five companies now in different uh, different industries from sort of sports and media to AI. But uh, yeah, I mean, my, my uncle is not a, doesn't run a big uh, multi-billion dollar company, but like, you know, there's there it's not uh, it's not the done thing to uh, go to friends and family necessarily in, in the uk as well as india i guess what's the plan with with spot health are you are you looking to raise investment obviously not from your uncle but from from the rest of the world and are, yes. is the plan yes. to kind of roll it out across across the rest of india and then expand more or what's what's the what's the vision
1: so what we're doing, what we've realized is that this sports state they think has 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 a lot of potential, and it has global potential.
0: Yeah.
1: And what we're realizing is that this could be something which could be very very interesting and very positive as well for people, and also it gives us a direct way to expand our community across the nation and, as I said, globally. So we are looking forward to raise uh, money. That's probably why I got in touch with Matt. I was seeking some help as far as raising funds is yeah. concerned. We have a team uh, who's not being able to work with me full time because, you know, we don't have money to pay them. We've got a good engineering set of people. And if we are able to raise money, we invest on our technology, we will invest on some marketing and then we'll be good to go. Right now we are at like 1,500 people with this community. That's been in two, three weeks. We can easily scale it to like 100,000 people in six months. And uh, then it could be, the next phase of growth could be charted because we we are seeing things work. It's just that we need some sort of fuel to move this ASAP. Yeah,
0: and is it, we are is looking it, is it just you or have you got some co-founders?
1: We have some co-founders. So we I have my brother, he's also working with me on this. He he's the operations person and I'm more of a strategy and execution guy. Yeah. And then there's a techie who's who was working with us, but he has recently got to had to take a job because we couldn't afford him anymore. Yeah. So he's the third co founder. So we are three people who are looking forward to building this. Yeah. Okay. Core, core team.
0: Okay cool. Why do we why do we people like yourself and my, myself why do we choose to build businesses? What like cuz it cuz like you said we could get, just get a job like one of your co-founders done and and you know probably be reasonably comfortable and and have definitely have much less stress. What 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 is it? What what's the difference? Why why do we choose to build these companies? Why don't we yeah, just take the easy route?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something I have begun asking myself. And the reason is, it's a way of life for us. I mean, this is the hardest way to make a living, I think. You know, I have been offered jobs which have paid me very, very comfortably, you know, but I never took them up. And I'm here trying to build this company, struggling to all ends in. I mean, I've invested so much of my personal... i have literally invested everything i've earned in my job, in in building these things in building spot health and i've got my life on the line total skin in the game there's no rational explanation for this kind of you know behavior apart from the fact that i it's a way of life you know it's the you really want to do something you want to create your own thing because uh, you believe that uh, the world will be a le- a lesser place without it And it's certainly not just me. I I, I mean, it's not for me only because trust me, I've got offers and those offers were really good. And I was, but I didn't even consider taking those offers despite being in such dire straits. You know, I was so, I was so down and out when my first company fizzled out and we uh, faced losses on those products. And then the co-founders left and the team left. We had like a team of 25 people. All of them were going one and one by one. We were giving farewell parties to each of them. Cakes didn't taste good anymore. <laughs> I was tired of eating farewell parties' cakes, you know. So it was a very, very difficult time. But yet I started up again. Probably it's just a way of life. It's like we really want to build something really nice. This is the core of the situation and we just hope we do because I don't know any other way I can't just I can't visualize myself even after these trials and tribulations especially during these last couple of years I can't imagine myself doing anything else you know so it's more of a irrational personal choice where you try to do something bigger than yourself you want to create something which lasts beyond you and so on So that's been my, at least, motivation. Other people uh, have their own thing. I've been led to believe.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think the core probably, I think I agree with you. You know, the core of entrepreneurship is about making a change in the world, isn't it? It's not... Like, like you said, it's one of the hardest ways to make a living. And of course, there are some people who, you know, incredible livings and make huge successes out of their businesses. And and that's what we all we all hope in the end that we'll, you know, we'll have a business that is a, the next unicorn. But I think really the core of why entrepreneurs do it is because they want to make that change and, you know, impact, it make an impact on the community around them, right?
1: yeah absolutely i mean when i started my first company and it was working really well so i felt like i was in the center of a revolution you know we had we worked we worked with over 1, one, 1 freelancers for 150 companies it was a manpower outsourcing business and we were growing without raising money we were like growing in revenues and it was so much fun i mean i was literally witnessing something incredible and, and and a lot of people benefited from it. So a lot of people were thankful for it. The people whom we provided work opportunities to, the companies that hired us. It was a lot of goodwill. A lot of value was created. And probably that's the driver. That's what we're trying to do here. And I hope, I wish people success in this difficult journey. If it goes well, it goes really well, is what I've seen, you know. But if, if it goes south then you just keep hitting rock bottoms. And the hope is to just literally flip the fate ASAP. So that's what we are going for.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. So like slightly changing tack. Are you still playing music? I see like 10 guitars behind you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do play a lot of music. I I have been playing music since 16 years now. And two of my songs have sort of become, you know, indie sleeper hits. We have like oh, yeah. fifty thousand streams on Spotify, and you know, I get gig requests from people <laughs> across India. So it doesn't make money, of course, a lot, but yeah, it's. I've been playing music, and I still do. I record songs and come out with full production material.
0: Yeah, send me send me some links to the your Spotify, and I'll put them in the show notes for people to hear.
1: All. Thank you, thank
0: you so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested. Cool. So I think we're uh, approaching our time here, but I'm I'm trying out a new uh, a new kind of feature in our at the end of the podcast. So can you recommend a podcast, a book, and a TV show? And it doesn't it doesn't need to be uh, business related or anything necessarily, but just just those one from each of those three.
1: Okay, so I read a lot. I've been running a campaign called 52 Books in a Year since like 2016, where I read a book and then post its review on my website and so on. So I love reading. And, uh, you know, I even started a podcast uh, with my friend where we review books we read. So we talk about those books. I would recommend to all would be, it's a collection of books, actually. So it's Inserto by Naseem Talib. Skin in the Game, Anti-Fragile, Black Swan, Fooled by Randomness. Okay. So these four books, and if I'm to recommend one, I'd go with Anti-Fragile from Naseem Talib. I think everybody should read that book because first of all, it's extraordinarily beautiful. I mean, it's a very well-written book with a lot of humor in, in place. It has incredible insights to offer, practical wisdom nuggets, which everybody could probably utilize. And it's not even about learning something from it. While you will do that, of course, it's about the beauty of how the book is shaped and how how well it's articulated, how well it's referenced and so on. So Anti-Fragile from Naseem Talib is one book. And another book, uh, even though you asked for just one recommendation, would be How to Fail at Anything and Still Win Big by Scott Adams. So I'm a huge Scott Adams admirer. I really uh, like that. Uh, like him and that's one beautiful book with a lot of humor in it I, I feel we should take, take life with a lot of humor because it helps us keep going forward so these two books have a lot of good things to say and in a funny way a podcast which I'll recommend would be my own <laughs> I read this book <laughs> check it out you're going to find some sort of conversations on books which are very nice right. and a TV series which I'll recommend would be Scam 1992, an Indian TV series, which is perhaps the best, you know, you will ever watch. It's about the economic bubble of 92 led by somebody called Harshad Mehta. Stock market boom that he single-handedly forged out of nowhere. It's unbelievably intelligent. It's extraordinary. I mean, you, so you look at something that Ryan Williams has made, you know, uh, people versus oj simpson or anything they're great but here in india we've made something which not only equals it it far exceeds it i mean it's extraordinary you should definitely watch it you'll find some you'll be entertained of course but you'll be blown away
0: yeah is it do you know if it's on uh streaming service or do you know if it's available on the netflix or amazon or uh, any of those
1: yeah it's 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 available on sony live it's a streaming platform sony live and yes you can definitely you should definitely check it out okay you'll thank me (laughs) (laughs) i hope you do i definitely will
0: okay amazing um well, thank you so much I think uh, we've uh, we've reached our time, but that was that's amazing. Thank you very much for your good your insightful answers. We wish you huge success in in raising finance It sounds like what you're doing with spot health is 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 absolutely awesome. so thank you for coming on uh, my show.
1: Thank you, thank you Joby. Uh, it's really nice to be to have talked to you. I'm so sorry to have kept you waiting a little.
0: <laughs> no worries.